Shabbos Daf Mem Gimel, we're trying to catch up and make up the lost Daf that we had over Pesach. This is from four days ago. Daf Mem Gimel. We had the Shita of Rav Chizda, that you're permitted to cover an egg to protect it, but you're not permitted to put a kli under the egg to catch it. What's the difference? Rav Yosef says, because you're mevatal kli mei You're canceling a kli, you can no longer use this kli once the egg touches it, and it's smoked it. But when you cover an egg, you can uncover it whenever you want. So Gemara brings all the braces and mishnais that we had the other day, starting with, if you have a barrel full of tevel, full of wine and oil that you never took trumas and ices from, and it breaks, you'll have to take another vessel to catch the oil and the wine, but that vessel should be mukta because wine that's tevel, l'chayra is mukta. Says Gemara, it's not mukta because if somebody was over and took trumas and ices on Shabbos, he'd be yaitze. What about the fact that it says in the Mishnah that from Zayin, that you're allowed to put a vessel underneath a candle to catch the sparks. But you you must say because the sparks have no mamashas. They're not visible. So the clean never becomes mukta. We learned that you're allowed to take a bench to support a broken beam in the ceiling. Again, we must say that the bench is not in there completely. You can remove it easily. What about the fact that you're allowed to take a bucket to catch the rain that's coming off the roof? Rain, that is not mukta that you could drink. There's not lacha that you're allowed to take a basket in order to help the young chickens to go back into the chicken coop. Says the Gemara, you're allowed to move that basket unless those chicks were on the basket during Ben Hashemashas. Where then we say, Migid is Katsoi. Ben Hashemashas, it's Katsoi Likuliyayma. Rabbi Yitzchak argues with Rav Chistan. He says, not only is it usher to catch an egg on Shabbos, but it's also usher to cover and protect an egg on Shabbos. Why? Because he holds that you're not allowed to move any kli on Shabbos if it's for the tzorech, for the use of an item that's mukta. But what about all these braces and mishnais that we just mentioned? You're allowed to move a bench that's not mukta to hold up a beam that's broken, but the beam that's broken is mukta. You're allowed to take a basket that's not mukta for chickens that are mukta. We must say in all those cases that he started out carrying the bench and the basket and the bowl and all those other things with a heter. It was with tzorech mukaymai. He had to pick up the bench because he needed it for the place. He needed the spot that the bench was fitting on. Once he was holding it in his hand, we allow him to continue and support the beam. We allow him to continue and put the basket down for the chicks. The Gemara asked a question from an egg that was born on Shabbos. It says, you're not allowed to cover a vessel with it. And a very interesting Allah, you're not allowed to support your bed. There are people that would support beds with eggs. It could carry a lot of force, a lot of pounds. You're not allowed to do so. However, you're allowed to protect the egg that was born on Shabbos. Again, we must say, you're protecting it with a kli that you started carrying it with a heter of the Tzarek Mekoyme. It says, you're allowed to take a machzelis, a reed, and put it on top of small stones. But the small stones are moksa. We're talking about stones that are not moksa, stones that they used instead of toilet paper. What about the fact that they take a machzelis and cover bricks from a building site? We're talking about that the building is already done, the construction is over, and now he's using those bricks for a heter. The Namoksa is using them to lean on. What about the fact that it says that you're allowed to cover a beehive with a machzelis? You're allowed to cover a beehive, but you have to make sure, to and you're covering it, you want to protect it from the rain and from the sun. The Gemara understood that it's probably talking about the winter and the summer. Provided that you leave space for the bees to escape, you don't want to trap them, you don't want to be over on Seidah. If there's honey in the beehive, then the beehive is not mukta. You're eating from the honey. If it's in the winter, 
where there's no honey, we have to say that he left over two hives so, to sustain the bees over the winter. And he thought to himself that he's going to eat from that honey, and therefore it's not mukta. Or, another shot is that we're not talking about the winter or the summer, we're talking about in Nisan and Tishrei when there's rain and sun and honey, so therefore the beehive is not mukta. All this is going according to Rabbi Huda, who holds there is a concept of mukta. According to Rabbi Shimon, the beehive wouldn't be mukta. But according to Rabbi Yehuda, Dover Shem Skaven is also. In other words, if you cover the beehive and you trap the bees in there by mistake, you're over. We must say he left a nice gap in there so the bees can escape. Rav Huna also agrees with this concept of Rav Yosef that if you're not allowed to carry a kli that's mutter, that's not muksa, for something that is muksa. And he says this in another halacha completely. He says by a mace, if you have a corpse, you're not allowed to cover the corpse from the sun. Unless you're covering the mace because of people that are alive. So how do you do it? Two people sit on either side of the mace and they become really hot from sitting on the floor. So they bring benches. They sit on the benches and they're really hot from the sun. So they bring reed. They bring oil. And they hold it over the mace. Then they lift up the benches to make it a little higher. And then they walk away and the mace remains protected from the sun. If a dead person is laying in the sun, what do you do? It's going to be designed a mace. The first etza is to use kikaratina. Use any item that's not mukta, a baby, a loaf of bread, a carrot, whatever it is that's not mukta. You put it on the dead person or on the bed of the dead person, and then you can move the baby and the loaf of bread, and then derch agav, you happen to be moving the dead person. If you don't have any of those items, according to Shmuel, you flip over the dead person from bed to bed until you get to the place that you need to get to. That's tiltum and He holds that's not considered carrying. Rav holds that is considered carrying, therefore that is also. What if there's a fire? If you have a kikar and tinoik, that's not a problem. If you don't have those items, well, there's a manda omar that says that you're allowed to save the dead person because a person is bowl al mesa. He's going to be so concerned about the dead person, he'll be over on the iraisa of extinguishing the flame. So we rather him just do tiltum and the rabbanon and not be over. And the halacha is like Yehuda ben Lakish that says you're allowed to do so. Reb Shimon says, the final halacha for today, if you have leftover oil, and we're going to see this later on, if you have leftover oil in a lamp that was extinguished, according to Reb Shimon, he doesn't hold it's and therefore that oil is Mutter and Shabbos. Have a wonderful day.